about this baby boy who's come to earth to bring us joy. And I just wanna sing this song to you. It goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift. With every breath, I'm singing hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. To find a place for you, we're coming soon. And there was no room for them to stay, so in a manger filled with hay, God's only Son was born. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! Baby boy would grow to be a man 
what drive the nails in you That rugged cross was my cross too Still every breath you drew is hallelujah 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 Welcome to The Breakfast Show. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, 88 or on the internet wherever you are on the Faith FM network and you are joined this morning by myself Lawson and today filling in for Danuta we have none other than Hannah Nakagawa. Hannah, how are you doing this morning? Very good. Very good. Amazing. <laughs> we are so stoked to have you in. Now you came in on Monday yes. when I was away and <laughs> now right. Danuta's away and yeah. And you're it again. Yeah, I didn't expect it. Yeah. Uh, praise God, I'm here. <laughs> Dude, coming in, I've got to ask you, what are you grateful for at this time? You know, heading heading towards the, the end of the year. What has been just an amazing thing that you've been able to experience through this time? Mm, grateful. Wow. You should have asked me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'm grateful um, many things. Um, so, you know, like um, this time of... Christmas, like some people don't have family around, mm. but I'm really grateful that I have uh, my church family around mm. and we can support each other. We can spend time together. So yeah, I'm really grateful for my church family. Yeah, especially as well, the rest of your biological family yes. are in Japan. In Japan yeah. yeah. So over here in Australia, mm. it's amazing that you can have a family to connect with. And those yes. are people who are united together mm. in their spirituality, mm. well, yeah. in, in their love for Jesus. So. Yeah. That's amazing. I gotta say, I really agree. Now, I'm also blessed to have my biological family here. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, so I I really look forward to to Christmas coming up soon. This is the last couple of days of the breakfast show Mm. for this year. Mm. And I think, you know, I've just been considering, oh, what gifts can I get my, my parents? What can Mm. I, what, what gifts can I get my siblings? Like, how can I make a good impression at Christmas and support them, you know, and, and, and have a really good time? And I don't know. I'm grateful for this experience. Mm. I think if I, if I wasn't, if I, if I wasn't in this position, I would, you know, I'll be doing something different, but I'm like, wow, okay, I get to spend time with my family and I get to think about them and and care for them. What a blessing. This is a reminder, you're listening to the Delayed Broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. 
Well, coming up in today's show, we're going to be looking at some positive and some, well, you could say current or difficult or hard news from around the world. We're going to be doing an interview with Jennifer Skews on mental health, and we are also going to be opening up the Bible and following the story of Esther in the second hour. But right now, we've got Fernando Ortega with Gloria. That was Fernando Ortega with Gloria. You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. You are joined here by myself, Lawson. We've got Hannah in the studio this morning doing a fantastic job. And the first thing we have to do, Hannah, is read for us our quiz question for well, our first quiz question for the day. Sure. The first question is this. Um, blessed is the Lord. God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and he has raised up a blank, which you have to answer, of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophet, who has been since the world began. Luke mm. one sixty eight to 70. Ooh, okay. So very 
Very Advent this morning. Mm, mm. Very, very, uh, very Christmas time That's themed. Right. Luke chapter one, 68 to 70. Again, it's, and has raised up a blank of mm. salvation for us in the house of his servant, David. Yeah. Hey, if you guys know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. We have two books that we're giving away. Hannah, do you yes. like the book of John? Yes. How good is it? It's it's amazing. We we in the studio this morning, uh, yesterday morning with mm-hmm. producer Shell yep. and Danuta, and the, both of them said the Book of John is my favorite book in the oh, Bible. Really? Me, That's I'm more cool. of an axe guy, but <laughs> for, for those guys, I'm like I'm like yeah, you you can have yeah, the Book of John. John is a good. good John book. is a yeah. fantastic book, mm. and these we have two books. That one is God for us, and one is God with us. That's that, right. They're going through basically commentaries on each chapter of yeah. the Book of. John, uh, John 1 to 12 is covered in God with us. And then God for us covers chapters 13 to 21. Mm. And it's getting into what John is trying to communicate in his gospel. So powerful stuff, guys. This is absolutely a prize that you want this morning. And again, blessed is the Lord God of Israel for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a blank of salvation Mm. for us. That's from Luke Chapter 1, verse 68, 0491, 064, 669. As usual, we always highlight and spotlight a particular place around Australia. And this morning, we're going to be going down to Wyong, New South Wales, listening on 87.6. You, do you know where Wyong is, Hannah? No, it's like really. Central Coast, basically. Oh, okay, so okay. just. Oh, yeah. We, we, train station, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wyong. <laughs> I think it's because uh, uh, I always get on a Morissette. That's the train yeah, section yeah, next yeah, to me. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. the next stations are Wai Yi, then Wyong. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, one, yes. so hey, Wyong listening on 87.6. If you're in that area, give us a text 0491-064-669. That is our number. But yeah, guys, thank you for listening all the way from Wyong. Or if you've been to Wyong, you have good memories in Wyong. 0491-064-669. We actually got a text message in just now from James. He says, Esther is my favorite book. I see there Christ out advocate mm. which absolutely Esther you could say is a type yes of, that's true she advocates for her people we're going to be talking about her yes. in our bible study in the second hour this Thank morning so mm. it's going to be amazing now Hannah where are we going in our positively different news this morning sure I have a really good news for you it's mm-hmm. really really cool actually mm-hmm. so it's in Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yeah, in the United States. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. this boy uh, called Reed, he Mm -hmm. overcome his shyness, and what he's doing is amazing. He collect and give away 54,000 toys. Wow, (laughs) 54,000 toys, of course, coming up to Christmas. Yeah. So let me tell you. So this got, got um this boy. So he was eleven years old, mm-hmm. and you know he was really shy. He had a bit of a tough uh, bringing up. Um, parents divorced, and he was bullied mm. in school, and you know um really hard time. But at the same time, for Christmas, he was really blessed. He was um there were always people who were taking care of him, mm. and then he one day realized that there are a lot of kids in his area. Um, so this area um. I think it's called 
Oh, sorry, I, I missed it. Oh, Mac, Mac, McAllister. McAllister. McAllister, yeah, that's yeah. right. So in this area, um, this uh, poverty poverty rate is quite high. So mm. a lot of kids were, you know, not really um, having anything mm. on Christmas. And he felt like, oh, we should do something. Mm. So he just uh, proposed to his mom, like, hey, mom, we should do some kind of, you know, um, drive, like... Um, you know, a um, toy drive. Toy drive. That's yeah. right, exactly. And then, so his mom posted on mm. Facebook. So, is there anyone who wants to donate some toy or some money? And mm. then a lot of people donated. Mm. Um, like so many people responded. So that was seven years ago. So um, he just did it every year. Wow. And yeah, so each year it's like uh, uh, this year it's uh, he has ten thousand toys. So so far he collected like fifty four thousand toys. Mm. And in total, it's surprisingly, um, someone said that more than three point five millions that he actually wow. collected. I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is amazing. Mm. You know, and um, it was, uh, it reminded me of the verse in Acts, um, Acts 20, 35, mm. that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Of course. Yes. And I believe, like, you know, he was saying in this interview that, wow, I, like, this was the best thing to see kids face smiling mm. and you know i don't know if he was christian or not but like you know the way that he's just like oh um i want to bless others i mm. think he's really blessed yeah and you know um how god could use his kind of ex like um experience for good as well that mm. he was not in the best place before but then that's the way that he kind of felt more compassionate to others mm. and God could use his experience for good to reach more people. So mm. really, really praise God for that. Uh, and of course, like I see this, you know, if, if you, if, some, if someone asked you mm. like tomorrow yeah. or maybe they said, okay, by next year, Hannah, can you get 54,000 toys? <laughs> like, can you collect all of the, mm. a, 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 to give to other people? Like we would think, oh, that's an impossible no, task. No, no way. But I see this story very much like God giving the increase. You know, mm, it's you like for right. this sixteen-year-old kid, he would never think like, "Oh, I, I can just do this. That's right. I can reach these these mm. heights." But he is wanting to bless other people, yeah. And so as a result, God coming in, helping him, making an increase. Mm. And then furthermore, I think when we when we do this in our in our ministry and helping people, then God always supports us as yes, well. Yes. I think sometimes. And especially around this time, like mm. Christmas time, mm. we start spending lots of money. <laughs> you know, start, the, the bank account starts enter, uh, mm. emptying a little bit because it's like, oh, I've got to, you know, we're taking time off work and and got to buy presents mm. and, mm. and got to spend money on Christmas lunch and all, just I'm um, going traveling, whatever it may be. And we start to hit a bit of a scarcity mindset of like, oh, Got to count my pennies and count my dollars. And, mm. and we are definitely here at Faith FM. We are for financial responsibility. But simultaneously, <laughs> yeah. mm. if we are using our finances for God, like oh, if God. we are giving, giving that over to Him and submitting mm. that to Him, it's, it's amazing that He can bless. And it's not just finances. It's mm. our time. It's our, it's our resources. Mm. It's, it's wherever, whatever we can give, mm. which is amazing. And so it sounds like in this case, this kid's just like, Oh, yeah, I want to do this thing. And God is blessed. That's yeah, that's awesome. true. And 
I really love what you're saying because like all this good gift come from God. Yeah, it comes so from above. Ultimately, we think of oh, we have do we have to give the gift? But well, all the good is already given to you, and mm. ultimately, it is the life that God give you, and this is the not the life here, but also the life eternal. So you can share the good news to people. That is the ultimately. Ultimate good news, right? Yeah, like that yeah, is yeah. the gift to people. So I really encourage all of you uh, who are listening into um, to share the love of God to people. Yeah, that's right. Because then we can receive the greatest present that there is. I mean, exactly. We look forward to eternal life, but yes. we can also look forward to an eternal life with people who God has used us to reach. Mm. This Amen. is one of the greatest blessings of the Christian life, and of of course, it's the call as well. It's go ye therefore and make disciples. You know, mm. teaching them to observe all things I've commanded you and baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. God is very much saying, okay, be generous with Mm. what you have, but furthermore, be a blessing to people that they may also know me. Amen. Oh, and that's amazing. Hey, fantastic stuff. We are going to continue on. Right now, we've got Ellie Holcomb with He Will Give the Weary Strength. Those who hope in the Lord will run. Yeah. 
That was Ellie Holcomb with He Will Give Strength to the Weary. You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. And Hannah, you need to get for us our next quiz question. Sure. Question number two. How many chapters does Esther have? How many chapters does Esther have? Oh, simple one this morning. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Simple, short. How many chapters does Esther have? Now, we often encourage people, if you, if you aren't a regular church attender, Say, say you don't go every week. We would encourage you maybe to crack open the Bible if you don't know the answer. But if you are a regular church attender, use that big brain of yours. Have a <laughs> guess this morning. Let us know what you think the answer is. Again, how many chapters does Esther have? We've had, mate, some feedback about Esther. We're going to be reading mm, Esther in the second hour today. How many chapters does the book of Esther have? If you know the answer, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And also let us know as well, as we had James writing in that Esther was his favorite book. What's your favorite book of the Bible? Oh, hard question. Don't ask me that. (laughs) (laughs) I I always do like a top three, but Uh it's like, Uh it's not like one, two, three. It's more like, I like these books the most, Mm. which my top three is Acts, Nehemiah, Mm -hmm. and Acts is my favorite New Testament. Nehemiah is my favorite Old Testament. And then probably... I would say probably the book of Hebrews. Hebrews. Or or lately I've been very much into Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. So so these these books, like I I really you know Hebrews, Second Corinthians, they're more epistles, so letters, theological teaching, that kind of thing. Mm. But those books are like among my favorite, and I'm like, yes, these these are the best. I love to read them. Actually, I love Acts as well. It's just Mm. Oh, exciting. And, um, the book called Acts of Apostles, like, you're, oh, sure, yeah, you sure, sure. From, yeah. Oh, that gives us more understanding and like, oh, mm. excitement. Like, you know, what's happening. And, and like, you know, of course, like we see Acts and like there are a lot of amazing things, but they also had the hard time as well. So like mm. it's encouraging to think. Um, when I don't really know what to read in the morning, I sometimes pick Proverbs because there's yeah. like 31 chapters. So yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I should read this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Proverbs is a good one. Like it's real wisdom book mm-hmm. that you can learn. Absolutely. Hey, maybe you aren't a regular Bible reader. We would very much encourage you. Get into the Bible. There is fantastic information there, but also it's the Word of God. Mm. And it will it can teach you. It can change you. As the Bible says, by beholding you become changed, and it will be a blessing to you. Hey, listening to The Breakfast Show this morning, and you gave us a story about toys and about yes. this teenager supporting this these children with these toys. And I think at Christmas time, it reminds us that, the, the children need to be loved. Uh, mm. The children need to be cared for. Mm. And of course, the Bible has a lot to say about love and care for children. Uh, we see, you know, particularly Jesus, he had some very harsh words to mm. those who would harm children. That's right. And then even in Matthew 18, verse 10, he says, See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of the Father who is in heaven heaven and so we see there that the the children are protected they're they're they are cared for by Mm. god obviously you know we live in a world of sin with consequences of sin and it's unfortunate that we see uh, the result of that is 
you know, that everyone's free will is conflicting against each other. There's lots of hurt. There's lots of pain and, and innocent children are hurt mm. as a result. And this has just been highlighted recently, particularly in the UK as now the, uh, the high court of England has declared it lawful to criminalize prayer and Bible reading within a buffer zone around an abortion clinic. So, so if there is an abortion clinic, uh, if you are within 150 meters of that abortion clinic, either praying or reading the Bible, you will be criminally prosecuted. So you can be what? arrested. Now, here at Faith FM, we are very much pro, <laughs> pro, pro children, uh, pro God's design. Uh, and, and unfortunately, we see that although there are some very difficult circumstances regarding people's pregnancy, uh, we would say that we, we support life yeah. as well. And, and that is because we, we believe that two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, it's, you know, whenever we talk about the, the topic or the situation of abortion and particularly those difficult aspects of abortion come up regarding, you know, cases of abuse and mm. incest and, and, yeah. and those kinds of things. We, we are very sympathetic to these mm. situations, but we wholeheartedly believe in support. We believe in supporting children. We mm. believe in supporting single mothers. We yeah. believe in loving these people and caring for these people because we don't then also believe that taking the life of an unborn child yeah. is, is the best way to go. Mm. And there are many Christians who believe this. They believe in the sanctity of life. Mm. They believe that these children have been given to us by God despite circumstances. Mm. And we have come to both of us, actually, Hannah, uh, you know, good friends of us uh, that are actually abortion survi- survivors who uh, are amazing people who have had successful lives, yeah. who have been a blessing, who have their own kids and mm. own families and own lives now, who wouldn't be here uh, if their the the attempt at their life when they were a baby was yeah. successful. And it's amazing. You know, I'm particularly thinking of the story of one of my friends, Matt, mm. who, you know, like mum's on the way to the abortion clinic and decides against it. You know, she felt convicted, like this isn't wow. something that, that I should do. And mm. as a result, he lives an amazing, powerful, happy life. That's right. It's amazing how God was like, God uses him. Yeah. Like, amazing, powerful testimony. And yeah, like, oh, the, um, the way that God uses each one of us and the, mm. the way that God plans for our life, he actually does um Plan for each, yeah, mm. each person, each soul. Yeah, absolutely. And so when we see these situations, also, yeah, we're very mindful. We, we don't hate people or, or we, we're not here to, uh, mm. to, to criticize you if this is something that you have been through. And also we want to share 131114. That's the lifeline number. If this is a topic that triggers you, if this is a topic that is, that is difficult for you. Uh, we, yeah, we believe wholeheartedly the, the, answer to this kind of issue is to support women that are going through it. But it's unfortunate that that has been taken away in the, well, there is an attempt now to take that away in the UK. Now, since 1967, uh, the abortion act of 1967, it has like, it is a fundamental right in the UK for uh, a woman to receive an abortion, similar to the Roe versus Wade ruling that was recently overturned, but the Roe versus Wade 1973 ruling in the US, where it becomes a fundamental right for someone to receive an abortion. Uh, and if, the the law of a country says that that's the case. Obviously, it's something that we don't agree with, but that is the case. Now, does that stop us from wanting to maybe 
let people know that there is another option uh, in this scenario and circumstance, mm-hmm. particularly as Christians who believe in the sanctity of life? Well, I, I don't think it should. And that's what Christians do. Now, I think that some people in the past have maybe taken it too far by harassing women in these very vulnerable and desperate situations that would lead them to get an abortion. And that is really unfortunate. But what is happening here now in terms of these buffer zone rulings and not being mm. able to pray, not being able to read the Bible and, mm. and not even being able to, um, give support. There's a very famous story that has just come out about this, about a woman named Livia, uh, Livia Bolt, who she was outside of this buffer zone, this 150 meter buffer zone with a sign that says, her sign read like this, as I just find it on the page and essentially says pregnant question mark, need help question mark. And it was all about basically offering crisis support to women who are pregnant and I may be considering terminating their pregnancy. And she was then approached by the police and interrogated and told to, even though she's outside of the 150 meters mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. it was hey you can't be here you know, she was standing on the side of the road with this sign and and at the time that the police approached her she's has her eyes closed in prayer oh. and she's approached she's threatened she they they basically they pack down her sign and give it to her and say, get out of here. You can't be here. Even though, even though she was actually lawfully doing the right thing, even with these restrictions. Mm. And so this very much shows the attitude that is being fostered towards this. And, and it's unfortunate that we see steps in this space in terms of our society and morality, where instead of caring for the most vulnerable people Mm. in our society, which is single mothers and furthermore, the the children that they're harboring, uh, it seems as though, oh, the solution to this problem is, is just to, to get rid of it. And it's, it's really, you know, we sit here at Faith FM and we say, Hey, we understand that these people are in desperate and great need of help. Stop taking away that ability to let them get help. Mm. And, and that's what we see, unfortunately, in the UK at the moment. Hey, if you've got any thoughts, 0491-064-669 is our number. We're going to continue on with the show right now. This is Lauren Daigle with What Child Is This? What child is this who lay to rest? On Mary's lap is sleeping Whom angels greet with anthems sweet While shepherds watch are keeping This, this is Christ the King Whom shepherds God and angels Okay. 
That was Lauren Daigle with What Child Is This? You are listening to The Breakfast Show this morning here on Faith FM. Enjoying by myself, Lawson. We've got Hannah in today doing a fantastic job representing all of Japan. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I'm totally not. <laughs> no, 100%. You are, you're our, our Japanese correspondent as well. Like, you can, it would actually be really cool. Like, if you, if you ever go back to Japan, we can call you up, ask you about what's happening over there yeah. in, in the church space. What's, mm. what's going on? on but hey give us our next quiz question sure number three joe compares an invading foreign army to what critter critter so like small animal oh okay so a spiders b ants c locusts 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 yes sorry d scorpions yes okay guys zero four nine one zero six four six six nine joel compares an invading foreign army you know he sees them in the distance coming yeah he sees them coming what does he compare them to we have a b c or d so it's basically one in four chance guys you should be able to get a 25 percent chance you'll get a correct a spiders b ants c locusts or d Scorpions. Mm. What's your favorite animal out of all of those? Oh, no, that's a hard one. Well, ants is no harmful, so maybe ants. <laughs> ants, aren't, ants aren't harmful. <laughs> Have you ever been bitten by an ant before? Oh, actually, I do. <laughs> they are. They're, in Australia, though. Yeah. Like, in Japan, they are cute and nice. <laughs> like, I came to Australia and bitten by, how do you say it, red ant? Yeah. Yeah, red ant. I don't know. But yeah. it was like, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. And, and people are like, just put the saliva on. And I was like, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, A, spiders, B, ants, C, locusts, or D, scorpions. What does Joel compare an invading foreign army? too. If you know the answer, 0491-064-669. It has now come time for our interview. We've got on the phone none other than our resident mental health expert, Jennifer Skews. Are you there with us, Jennifer? I am. Oh, we are so grateful to have you on the show this morning. Talk about all things mental health, positive mental health, and particularly at this time where I think for a lot of people there's comfort and happiness and gratefulness, but for some people there's there's sadness and difficulty. So, yeah, it's definitely oh, something yeah. we want to talk about. Okay. Well, because last week we started looking more at boundaries and mm. what limits, healthy limits do we put on ourselves and others and sure. a bit about how you do that. Mm. Um, and with with Christmas just around the corner and then we've got New Year that follows, it's often an incredibly difficult time for a lot of people, more than I think you realise. Mm. People put on the happy face, mm. um, but in actual fact, a lot of people suffer at this time because it's about family connections. Mm. And as you know, there's a lot of families that don't connect well or they've had trauma in the family or losses, and mm. it can be a very sad time for a lot of people. 
Um, and I know because I have clients who come to me who dread Christmas and they often do the biggest meltdowns around this time of the year. Wow. And it's because of the traumas experienced or that lack of connection or even not having family nearby mm. and they're on their own. Mm. So, um, and they find it difficult on Christmas Day. If they're going to celebrate um, with someone, then they find it really difficult because of the boundaries. Mm. You know, they, there can be arguments, there can be distancing, uh, and I'm not saying all families are like this, but there are people out there who find it a really difficult time. Um, so I don't know about you. How's your family? They're connected and <laughs> or what we call functional or dysfunctional. Yeah, well, I mean, my particular background. I'm from a I'm, a, I'm from a split up family. Like my my parents are divorced. Right? Uh, that yes. took place. Like it was a bit. I was a bit older when that happened. I was 17, and okay. I I really got to say, like those first couple. Of, I would say the first maybe four or five Christmases after that. Oh, I'll take maybe three, four were really, really difficult, mm. very yes. difficult, lots of pressure, lots of tension. Yes. And as a result, I would spend, you know, Christmas in Christmas morning with my family and then just like watching my watch and trying yes. to get out, out of there as, as soon as possible mm-hmm. because, because of that tension, the difficulty, the yes. you know, spikes. I got to say though, in recent times, it's been a real blessing that my family has has been oh, real healing. Good. And yes, I was going to say that. I've, mm. I've seen, you know, for all of us, there's been lots of growth and, and healing. We've been able to spend time together. And actually now I really look forward to Christmas, like mm, in, a, in a very, yes, very good. positive way. What about you, Hannah? What's what's your experience with Christmas? Especially we've got Hannah in the studio this morning, Jennifer. Yes, and she's from Japan. Yeah. yeah, she's from Japan. What's Christmas like in Japan, like spending time with family over there? Well, actually, it's not a family thing. It's more like for... Couples. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's yeah, but it's also like you know people struggle with that. So like people trying to get into relationship beforehand, just because oh. of the, they would have someone to spend time with for Christmas yeah. and these things. Like mm. and the, there's a word kuribochi that means like a Christmas alone. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely it's you know different, but um, same thing that people struggle with this loneliness and like yeah. you know no one to be with that day and yes. yeah definitely there is same things happening in Japan as well mm. and this is where you can see at christmas time the focus comes back onto yourself yeah. and then people uh, feel sad miserable mm. feel sorry for themselves but there are a few dynamics and this is sort of to do with boundaries because mm. first of all the cost of christmas for a lot of people, mm. is Oof. people, it's the worst time of the year that people blow the budget or if they've got mm, one. At the moment, money is just a real issue for a lot of people because of the way the world's been going. Um, but it means they spend more money than they can, which actually puts them under incredible financial pressure. It's a time of the year where the debt goes up, people max out their cards. Mm. So my advice is to have a look at your finances and not, you know, this is the boundary. Don't overstep your mark. And mm. uh, people feel like they've got to give big amounts, but we don't have to. You know, mm. some, if true. you shop wisely, if you 
communicate with the family and say, look, I don't have the finances this year, so this is what I'm sort of able to spend on each person or to put it into perspective Mm. so that uh, you come out better off at the end of it. And I find when you do things like that and don't, it's like selling yourself out, you do feel much better. You feel much brighter and you get through this time of the year without um, a big debt at the end of it. So I think that's a, a good boundary to look at. Yeah, absolutely. So my my family we do Secret Santa and uh All right, but then idea. but then often like we we uh, we tell each other who we have <laughs> like it's, the beans <laughs> kind of get spilt a little bit. It's very yeah. rare that we get to Secret Santa and at least one or two people don't know who their person's giving them a gift is because we'll just start that's asking it. each other, you know. But yeah. There was, uh, I, I think it was last year. I, I had one of my family members for Secret Santa, like they were giving me a present and they came to me and they just said, Hey, look, Lawson, like I'm really struggling financially. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get you a present. It's just going to be something small. And I really, oh, I really appreciated that. Yes. I was like, yeah. you know, I think right now we're all adults as well. Like all yes. of my sisters and, you know, my parents and whatnot, like everyone who's involved in that is an adult. And so I was like, hey, fair enough. Like we, we had a secret Santa limit and this yes. person was like, hey, I'm going to be under that by a fair bit because I'm, you know, got these financial things. Da, 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 da. And I was like, Thanks for letting me know. That's that's totally fine. And yeah. and I think that if anything, if Christmas can be a time of communication and understanding of like, hey, this yes. is what I'm going through, this is what I'm yes. struggling with, like we can have those really positive yeah. experiences. Absolutely. Um, and I, I, that's a very good example of how to manage your finances. Mm. And commu- this is it. The boundary is about communication. Yes. Letting people know and don't be ashamed of it because look, there are many people in the same position at this time of the year. That's for sure. Um, I mean, one of the things is we said before, it could be a lonely time. And mm. I find doing something for someone else instead of looking at yourself Oof. is really healthy. And one way of doing that is to go and volunteer. There mm. are organisations that actually um, prepare meals for homeless people, lonely people, things like that, that you can go and help out with or even donate things, you know, so it's about, because it is supposed to be a time of giving, Mm. and uh, often we see it as a time of taking. So if you haven't got someone close to you to give to, there are so many good charities and people, and people out there who are homeless, and so I think that if we give more, it's it's like, it is a boundary with yourself, it's like, Mm. it helps you to feel better. Mm. Um, it's because it's really that it's what you give. It's not what you receive. I mm. think that is important. Mm. So uh, that's one way of looking at it. And I find I give a lot at this time of the year um, and I can afford to. And I find that in itself is like the gift of Christmas. It's a reward. Mm. We were actually talking about this in our one of our new segments this morning, and we we're talking about a, a boy from the United States who found his way to you know giving fifty four thousand toys to children in need. You know, just yes. starting with like a basic drive, and it just building and building and building from there. And we were commenting on that story, like also from the Christian perspective, that we believe if we set our hearts on giving and we set our hearts on an abundance mindset, you know, that God yeah. has blessed us to give, we'll find ourselves in situations where even if we don't have, God will supply. Mm. Yes. Not necessarily yes. in a way of financial responsibility, irresponsibility yeah. and, and, yeah. and, and just throwing away money, but 
you know, God can support our efforts yes. to bless others. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And if it's in uh, just you feel so much better. You know, I find the reward is that connection with God because he wants us to be a generous giver. It's better to give than to receive mm. principle. Mm. So in doing that, it's like living the values that we know are Christ-like, especially at this time of the year. It's a wonderful opportunity to help others, to show how much we really care, and, of course, to share our relationship with God with other mm. people. Um, and we we do this all year round, but we can t- have an opportunity at this time of the year to to help people and to do things that normally they wouldn't be receptive to during the year. So I mm. think that, and again, that's to do with you know, how we help others. Um, but coming back to actually the Christmas thing mm. is, I think f- food is a, a big problem for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Overeat, eat too much, feel sick at the end of the day, have to go home and sleep it off. So, Classic. again, this is about boundaries. Put limits on, you know, if you're going to have something that is the treat that you normally have, don't don't overeat it. Have a small amount and try and work on limits because you'll feel better with yourself and your body will certainly feel better because of it. So, uh I think that's something we can all think about. I know it's something I've learned to do (laughs) (laughs) and it definitely helps. And the other one at this time of the year for many people, and I know that um, we, you know, as a Christian, I don't use alcohol. Mm. Um, I've had a past history where I wasn't walking with Jesus where I did and it was very destructive. So Mm. this is a time of the year and this is what happens on Christmas Day. People do a lot more drinking. Mm. And this is where fights can erupt. People yeah. um, really get a, can get aggressive because of the it de-inhibits the brain. So normally you know how to keep a healthy tab on the way you're feeling. Mm. And think, oh, I'm a bit annoyed about that. But when you drink, you actually express that annoyance or show ways of mm. uh, letting the person know. Um, and this makes a very unhealthy Christmas day or gathering or because we do a lot of celebrating or a lot of people do up to Christmas and then, of course, during New Year. And alcohol in our country is a big feature. Yeah. So maybe uh, those listening who might use alcohol might like to con- reconsider how, you know, not drinking yeah, absolutely. And particularly alcohol mixed with, you know, the overspending of finances and whatnot. It's, yes. a, it's a ticking time bomb for domestic violence. And we see oh, that, absolutely. that those kind, statistically, those kinds of situations very much yes. heighten during this time. Yes. And so, and like for me, I'm like, Hey, just take away the risk factors. It's like, st- stop drinking and stop spending all your money and you'll yeah, be able to, to get through it. Hmm. And, and the, the anger, the pain, the, the difficulty that comes is, is can definitely be circumvented by that. And, and I really lo- love what you shared there as well. It's Jesus can very much help in that journey. And I sit here and, and, and also Hannah as well. Like we sit here as people who have come to Christ, who have had yes. a past history with these kinds of things. And yet mm-hmm. God has helped us to come through them and, and to overcome mm. and to be and able that, to that's, yeah. yeah that's to, what makes christmas mm. yeah and it makes it special and it's powerful and, and i have 
you know, Christmas with my secular family and they drink and I don't, but I have the best time. Like mm. that, 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 that's the case at the end of the day. I, you know, I'm plant-based as well. So that the Christmas spread is usually like a bunch of meat and stuff. And then the little plant-based section at the end. And so I don't get to eat that much food. I don't drink. You know, I, I don't get, I don't overspend. And oh, that's the good boundaries. And, to have. Well, yeah, I've kind of been blessed and put into that situation. And, and as a result, it means that I, I leave Christmas the happiest, you know, I have the less the least yes. dramas i have the best time yes. so it's really amazing well see who you can cheer up over christmas oh, absolutely. and when, when you get together uh, if you you have somewhere you're going on christmas day then look at how you can cheer someone up help others be kind to them uh, even if you're out and about pre-christmas shopping doing things spread some of that goodwill instead of looking for it for yourself give it mm. because when you give it you get it back again yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us this morning on The Breakfast Show. We're going to continue on. Right now, this is Sing to the Lord with Who Is She? Who is she who comes up from the wilderness like a Positively different radio. Look up. 
for your redemption draws near. Hi, this is Sharissa and Danny, your hosts for Looking Up. Join us every Wednesday between 3.30 and 5.30 for our live show. We cover current news and how it relates to Bible prophecy. We'd love to have your company and interaction, so set your alarm and put it in your calendar. We will catch up then. From a distance he'd be watching me And I guess somehow he knew That in my heart I long to be like him In time the closer we became The more it seemed I grew I'd fall He'd pick me up And I'd try again He loves me even when I do The things I shouldn't do And when I fail to do The things I should I've heard it said Love is blind And I've come to know It's true Cause he forgets The bad and remembers All The good In my Father's Eyes There's no Wrong I've done In my Father's He must see someone I can't see And it makes me want to try To be like the sun that's in my Father's eyes And when this life is over My last trial I've gone through will be worth it all To hear Him say, well done And maybe then I'll understand Just what He saw in me But I'm sure I'll find He was blinded by the sun In my Father's eyes There's no wrong I've done In my Father's eyes I am the perfect son see someone I can't see and it makes me want to try to be like the sun that's in my father's eyes he must see someone I can't 
makes me want to try to be like the sun that's in my father's eyes.